Hey, 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 it's Matt Kitty, and I'm on Poe Politicking, Politicking, baby. <laughs> the Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends, and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio. And download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power. Popolitikin.com. Welcome back to Popolitikin.com. Your home for self-help meets hip-hop. In this case, self-help meets hip-hop meets art. Make sure you download our app on iTunes. That's Popolitikin. Download the Spreaker app. I'm now politicking my home girl, Matt Kitty. How you doing? I'm doing amazing. Yeah, you're amazing um, personality. I, you know, I watch you a lot on social media, so I just wanted to do an interview with you, talk about your background and everything. I'm excited. All right, for sure. So let us know where you're from right quick. What's your hometown? Outer space. Um, I'm from San Francisco, California. I lived um, also in Sacramento, so I'm repping for the NorCal side. All right. And then how would you describe yourself? Because like I said, I see you doing many things. So if someone says describe Matt Kitty, what would you say? Oh, God. This dope individual, dope artist with multiple personalities, super outgoing, crazy. I'm just a little bit of everything. I'm like gumbo. <laughs> All right. And then how did you get into art? Because I know I bought a couple of your pieces, but I think three. So how did you get into art? How long you been doing it? All that stuff. Um, I started back in 2014. It was actually, um, I was on a date with one of my ex-boyfriends and, um, I, it was one of those paint night things. Oh, sipping paint. Yeah. I do those too. And we did it for Valentine's day. And I kind of like just got bored with following the instructor. So I like the wine got to me. I just started painting and like the people in the room were like, Oh my God, this is so beautiful. I'm like, what? Like looking at it, like it had no order. It was completely chaotic it was just painting whatever was on my mind but like the reaction I got out the room with like really good artists it like made me think like okay well maybe I have a talent I I never knew I had so from there um I decided to like go to Michael's I got some canvases and then I like paint I used to just sit by myself and paint but then the feeling that I would get when I would do it was like wow this is a good outlet I would just go blank and so um I I used it as a release to like cope with depression and like things that I was going through at the moment, especially after my mom passing away and being a young mom. And then um, I started to become consistent with it in uh, late 2015, and then from two- February 2016 till now, I've just been I've just been on it. So describe your creative process. Um, I like to. I, I, I paint based off like where wherever I'm at and my mind is constantly going. So I like to like for example with all the shit that's going on in like the the 
news, the media, the like the flooding and all, I kind of soak all of that in and I like use my surroundings as like a, a um, influence along with my crazy ass mind to kind of like put me in the mood. Or sometimes what I'll do is like, I'll sit at home and then I'll have a blank canvas. I'll burn some sage and I'll put some music on and I'll just stare at the canvas and then I'll just let it flow. And then I'll, I'll, I normally start with something that I don't like and then I'll end up changing it and then I'll just do some other shit. But I really, really like to paint based off of the, the emotions and things that we don't really talk about, which is why a lot of my pieces are very deep. And then they they look one way, but then they have like a deeper meaning. And then who are your influences? My influences, um, Kanye West, big influence. Uh, my favorite artist um, is... Um, George Kondo, which is I kind of like like his style of art. He did uh, he did Kanye's paintings on the Twisted Dark Fantasy one, right? Exactly, and that really honestly, when I saw that artwork, I fell in love because George Kondo is like, and I went to New York uh, last week for a um, art show with Trapper, and when I saw the George Kondo there at the Met Gala, it was it blew my fucking mind because it it's dark twist, it's dark and twisted. And I really love, like, with art, the the expression is absolutely limitless. You can make it whatever you want. Um, so, I was going to say, what is that, like, that cover, that Kanye cover, what does that cover mean to you then? Like, the cover where he got, I know it's well, like the, him and the black woman, or the white girl, he, like, and, the devil face. Yeah, so, like, the my perception on it is less sinful. Like, it's a lustful thing. It's sinning, and it's, like... It's twisted, and that's how George, like most of the George Kondo's paintings are. They have a lot to do with like sex, but they look. It looks like a demonic ritual, not in like some Satanist shit, but it's like it's so wrong, and it's just twisted, and it's sick in its own way. And when I look at that, I see like just based off Kanye and like what he says, like you know how he talks about like certain lyrics and stuff he'll say like white girl sipping white wine put my fist in her like a civil black sign <laughs> like, it's it's like so just ugh. And that's but you know what he's talking about <laughs> exactly you know exactly what he's talking about and it that's what i get when i see that and a lot of people were offended by that cover so that's why he had to um block it out or whatever but that's what i see the the, the sick meaning of it and then you was talking about Kanye, so who's your top five rappers in hip-hop right now? Oh, my God. Um, shit, top five. Ugh, this one's hard for me. Um, Kendrick, definitely. Um, I'll always be a forever love Jay-Z fan, but, like, I, I mean, it's a lot of motherfuckers. Uh, Kendrick, Kanye, of course. Um, Andre 3000, of course. Um, shit, these two. It's some people that just blow my fucking mind when I listen to their music. I don't know. I, I don't want to, like, I think Drake's good, yeah, but my top five, I love Pusha T. I love Pusha T. And um, the last one, Chance, Chance the Rapper. What the hell, Chance? All right. And then we kind of met on a, another tip. So I want you to talk about um, the law of attraction and, and positive thinking. Like, is, is that stuff important to you or what? 
that's something I apply every single day. Um, the miracle power of your mind, that, that book, and I, I've slowed up reading it, but I'm also reading the first 48, the first 48, the 48 laws of power, the law of attraction, nothing is co by coincidence at all. And I really believe into the universe and God and spirituality. So, um, you have to apply at least five, at least at the very least five minutes of your day affirming exactly what it is that you want. I honestly do firmly believe in you get what you put out and you are what you attract. So everything in your life is a, a representation of yourself, the people, the things and whatever you want to call it. I am technically a starving artist, a full-time artist at this point. I don't have a job anymore. And I knew in the universe, like, the law of attraction, I had this this quote on my desk, what you condemn, you lose, what you bless, you multiply. I despise going to that job. So I was condemning it. And sure enough, I lost it. But I felt so free after it. And literally, I've been to New York. I'm, I've done fashion shows. I've done a lot of good shit. And you, I mean, I'm not rich. So it's like, I sit down and I manifest these things. I have a vision board, affirmation board, and honestly, it, it will it will fuck your head up to to read the concepts and practice it. Like, man, yeah. I, I, what's I, one of your uh, go to affirmations? Um, my the ones I go to, um, especially for my son, he says it. Um, I'm happy. I'm healthy. I am wealthy. I have everything I need and want. I am a leader, um, and I'm happy, safe, and secure. Um, one I do for money is um, money flows to me and through me, and I uh, collect money from all sources. Mm -hmm. um, I am capable. Um, I am safe and protected and secure, and I have everything I need and want. That's like my favorite one because it eliminates – any type of negative thought form where you feel like you're incapable of doing something, which we all go through that. But to, I, because I lost both of my parents, I am really big on protection. I really want to be protected. I, my, I want my son to be protected and I want to feel safe and secure in all aspects and everything that I do. Cause you, I, I'm really taking risks with my life and just going out and just going to New York or going this place or driving this place and just going to LA or just doing it. And you have to have a form of some type of divine protection around you. And you have to affirm that you cannot go into things with fear else. You're not going to be fully capable to carry out the deed that you feel you need to do. Yeah. I was going to say, cause like, you know, uh, I was going to ask about like, so why do you have like fear? Like, cause they say like, we supposed to like know that God is always with us. Um, I think fear is a natural thing, you know, based off our paradigm. Our conditioning. Yeah. It's okay. our conditioning. So we're conditioned. I, I mean, it, I was just having this conversation with myself. I like to talk to myself about just I have a weird perspective on life. Is it really free will or are we really free or are we programmed? We go to a restroom. You see a man sign and a woman sign. There is a toilet there regardless. But. There's nobody in this line in the men's restroom. And there's a long line at the women's restroom. I have to pee. But because of the way my mind is conditioned, I cannot go into this restroom because of the simple fucking picture on the wall. But there's a toilet there. 
So Yeah, and if you was at home, you can go to either one of them. Exactly. And if you take that small concept and you place it on a larger scale at the overall mm. look of life, we are afraid of what we don't know. The scariest thing for me was to finally just get fired from my job and jump in it. But I was absolutely miserable going to that job. I was I was literally having breakdowns because I'm a mother as well. My son is seven. And I thought about it. I said, okay, I go to work from 8.30 to 5 o'clock. I have to get my son from school. By the time I get him from an after-school program and get settled in, it's 6 o'clock, maybe. I have to now cook dinner. I have to now get him ready and clean and, and bathe for the next day. It's By 7 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. By 8.30, a child I feel needs to be in the bed resting for school, a little kid. I only have technically two hours to spend with my child. And then I have to go to sleep because I have to wake up and do it again at 7 o'clock in the morning. Then I'm given two, two days, 48 hours to, to cram everything I need to do in. I'm not happy. So, I mean, the it was it was fear of letting go and taking a chance because every time I used to think about it, I would pray to God. Like they said, God is always with you. Yes, he is. But if you have a hard time trusting yourself, it, you're going to have a hard time fully trusting God because it, it's even in the book that we're reading, The Miracle Power of Your Mind, You, if you question yourself, you are questioning God. Like you're not fully prepared to take that faith. So what it was for me to really fall back in God's hands and said, God, I fully trust you. I'm going all in. I'm putting all my cards in. I'm ready, you know, but there's a process behind that. It's not that fucking simple. It's not. And then how, how important is, uh, this one I'm learning. How important is gratitude? Gratitude. Do you understand as I'm like in the beginning of my career and I, I have, people that show me so much love, people that come up to me and they're excited to see me and they're, oh my God, I'm not like, I could be like, oh, yep, huh, I know. But when I look into the eyes of these people that are genuinely excited to see me and I'm, look, I thank God and damn near wants to bring tears to my eyes because I'm learning gratitude even more and more. That is important. That is essential as hell. I literally will take a shower or I'll wake up and I, I've i become so grateful for small shit like my sense of smell and my hands and the fact I can touch and I can see. As you become more of what you are, you start to be so grateful for the fact that you can put your feet down and touch the ground or shit like that. So that is very vital. And it's not to obsess about the idea of gratitude because you know how some people are like, oh, I got a million dollars. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, when the, the most powerful is gratitude, that gratitude, I feel like is when you have nothing is when everything is going fucking wrong. And you say, you know what? Thank you. I can still see, I can still touch, I can still smell. I'm able to feel these emotions that I'm going through right now. Thank you. And, and then, a lot of people forget that. They forget it. I would say what I was learning too was they say like you have to kind of um, figure out the positive in any situation. Of course. There's light in the message in everything. And uh, a friend of mine said about 90% of life is how you react to certain things and that is vital as hell 
if you go into it with the negative mindset, you know, you will always have a negative outcome. And it's funny because like I've been going through a lot of crazy shit these last few months, but the way I've been reacting to it is like, fuck it, you know, like, all right, next, what can I do to change that or avoid that from happening? I literally got socked in the fucking mouth on Friday by some random drunk girl. And I could still dwell on it and like be fucking angry and try to go find this girl. But I'm like, it happened, whatever. It was clearly like, there's no coincidences in life. I hope she's okay. And I hope, you know, she makes it home safe and shit like that. That's just how I move forward in life. You know what I'm saying? Because if I go and react the wrong way and continue to dwell on it, it does not do anything for me. It fucks up your pr- prosperity, honestly. So what are some of your other interests, things you like to do? Um, I like to, I'm, I'm a mom, so I love spending time with my kid. Um, I'm really weird. So I like to people watch. I like to read. I love reading. Um, I love listening to really good music and like just vibing out. I'm coming into this time of my life where I'm over going to the clubs and drinking and shit, like out with friends. I really, really like to go sit at like cool little spots, little places like coffee shops or like um, little lakes or just, I just like looking at little views and I like to soak all of it in, like to just feel the, the vibe and appreciate those little moments. Um, what else? Uh, I like to go to karaoke. <laughs> I love singing karaoke. So what's your, um, what's your favorite karaoke song? Um, love on the brain right now. Love on the brain by Rihanna. I love singing that fucking song. <laughs> What what advice would you give to like uh to say someone that never painted before and they wanted to paint? Like how would they how should they start to learn and everything? Just do it. I haven't gone to school for any of it. Um I'm I'm just doing it. You learn as you go. And honestly, be okay to ask questions. It's okay to like be a student and a teacher and you have to know when to take in information. Um just do it and ask questions if you see your favorite artist like for example my favorite artist his name is Irk originals and he's fucking dope as hell like one of the best and i remember i didn't know how to shade well and he helped me and hands on or like learning taking it from somebody that's like somebody you can touch and like talk to like it's it's different and they have a humbling approach about them um and there's this girl, her name is uh, Sierra. I don't know how to, it's like Bonade or something. She's um, in Louisiana. I, when I first started, like five, four years ago, whenever that was, I remember being so nervous and I DM'd her. And I was like, oh my God, your artwork is amazing. How long have you been doing it? And she was at the time doing it for like maybe two two years, one or two years, three years. And she said, honestly, I've been consistent. And I kept going. No matter what you do, keep going. If you stay consistent and you paint every day or draw or apply that, you become so much better. And I've seen it from, because you've gotten like my very first art pieces ever, like the very first art pieces. My style has completely changed since then. So I definitely would say don't think about the technicalities of it. And just go for it. Eventually, you'll develop a skill. If you want to 
you know, perfect your craft by all means. But don't let that, oh, I have to go to art school and shit, like, block you out. Just go for it. And where do you see yourself five years from now, your career? Ah, five years from now, I see myself doing these big-ass art shows in these pop-up giant art shows in New York, LA, San Francisco, uh, Miami. I see myself on a larger scale. I see myself very happy with my child and being able to still live my life as a mother and still hit this on a major, in a major way. Um, I want to do something really big when it like, on the Met Gala type hype. Like I want to, I, I see myself really breaking and opening the eyes of art because we haven't had a Basquiat. We haven't had a Warhol. We haven't had a condo. We haven't had a, a um, Keith Haring. We haven't had one of them like Van Gogh, like our Picasso Van Gogh. So it's like, they're already set in stone. So it's time for that, that's going to, I'm going to be that next, that person now in this new age. Right. And that's just where I see myself, like literally like opening little galleries, pop-up shops. And like, I can feel it in five years. And then I'll, I'll be able to like go missing and go listen to Frank Ocean all day and be off in the beach somewhere. And do you think social media is important? <sighs> social media is the new drug. <laughs> and I'm so addicted to it and it makes me sick, but I can't get off my phone. And it's scary. Social media is, it's an, it's what it is. This is life now. And it, a lot of people forget about the surroundings, but we do live into, it's a different reality. Literally. I can be whoever I want on Instagram. I can be whatever I want to be on Instagram. We hide behind it. If you know how to market yourself, which a lot of people do not take advantage of, social media is vital. Because if you're able to market yourself right, present yourself, I've watched people become consistent on Instagram and they're they're out there now. They're big. They're huge. Look how Cardi B came mm -hmm. from absolutely nothing. And I going to New York woke my mind up because I've never, that lifestyle is completely different. There is no middle class. You're either in the projects or you're filthy rich. And she is fucking killing it right now. And that's her career took off within the last year. She's fucking huge. Mm -hmm. And she used, she was on social media. She was on Instagram and look how she turned that into a large platform. And yeah, that it's important. It's and I'm building a following as I speak now, and it's a good and a bad thing. You can get consumed in it, but at the same time, if you know how to do what you got to do, that shit will it'll get you far. Right, and I want you to share a life hack with us. So something you use in your life that uh, helps it dramatically. Something that I oh life god. Hack. All right, here's the secrets. Um, something I use in my life. So this is like anything that I like, like, yes, yeah, somebody or. said something like they put vinegar on their clothes and you don't mess it oh, up. Something they said like put, that. put jelly on your peanut butter sandwich first. Something like that. Um, let's see. What's a life hack of mine. That's a hard one. What? Cause I'm fucking <laughs> creepy. I'm trying to think what is something that I, I do. 
Uh, not really. I mean, I sage myself. But what? It, I do incense, but I don't really know what sage is. So what, how different is sage over incense? Well, sage basically gets rid of like all of um, like the bad energy. It lifts all that and it cleanses the air. And you want to do like burn it with the with the um, with the windows open so you can really like get all of that. Like me, that's okay. I I have it. Um, anytime my friends or anybody comes over to my house, I like smudge them. I, I cleanse their aura. Cause I'm like, I cannot, I cannot deal with your energy. You dropping that shit off at my house and then you're leaving. So uh, I like all the time that that's me. That that's a life hack that I do, I guess. Um, I'm trying to think like, what's something like weird that I do. That's like, I don't know. Right, well, I don't know. I'm like weird though. Like, I'll do one for the ladies. Smell your finger. Stick your finger in your vagina and smell it, and make sure that you're okay. That's a life hack. <laughs> That's mine. All right. And then, what would you like to say to all your fans, people that have been supporting your career so far? I love all of the people, including you, that have been supporting me because that shit wakes my mind up. Like the impact, the 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 interactions. Like I love being able to like talk and interact with everybody that supports me <laughs> oh, excuse me um they they mean everything to me because people don't understand like they may feel like i'm they may be invisible like i've had people that are like i wouldn't ever thought you would respond to me and stuff like that and they have no idea how big they make me feel and how that gives me so much momentum to keep going like Every hat, every shirt, every painting, everything that I've sold, that shit means the world to me. So I love all of my fans and family and friends and everybody that supported me. Like, thank you. Like, genuinely, thank you. And I pray and I keep everybody in good fucking spirits when I when I think of that. And I thank God. All right, I want to say thank you for coming through politics with me. Yes. Yeah. I thank say, you. You're welcome. You want to tell me your social media and everything? Yes, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at the Mac Kitty. So T H E M A C K I T T Y. Um, Twitter the same, the Mac Kitty. Um, Snapchat, I think it's like Mac Kitty bitch or something. I really hate that, but it won't let me change it. Um, yeah, so go ahead and follow me on those. And then um, if you want to follow my art. Um, exclusive page. I have Matt Kitty Color, so it's M A C K I T T Y C O L O U R S. Popolitikin.com. Thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at Popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P O P O. L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.